This is a message from the Word of God from the Tabernacle, the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Kitts and Nevis. Be blessed by the message as we were on that day. The word for the good. We discover on last week that that word good is not just really what we think of human conditions or the environment that is set. Or sometimes we think what we are going through, that all things must be beneficial in terms of making me feel good. But this good is really concerning God's divine plan. So that even though sometimes we experience some discomfort when it comes to this, all things work together for the good. Sometimes it may not feel good. It may not even look good. But when God's divine plan is completed, definitely it will work out for the good. As we looked last week concerning Paul really testifying and because they were questioning his calling and, you know, what out fast or we could say is, you know, achieve things early in life and some people actually catch up by the ending. You understand me? Um, and the thing about it is not just only with that while we are dealing with this area because the, the, the thing about it is that everybody is not going to shine the same way that you shine. The, 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 and as we look at life today, the thing about it, you know, sometimes we look at people, we scorn people, and we think, oh, you know, they're not in the, the what we call the, the, up, the, the of, of society, and yes, and they're not, they're not up there, they're not elites, and they're not, they're not in the A1s or the A2, nothing is wrong with that. But let me show you something. These are the same people who we think and we reject are the same people who have to fix your car. They're the same people who have to come and they're the, they're the people, engineers, they're, they're the people who are plumbers, these are the people. And you're wondering and you're looking, wow, you know, and you think, is this the same people who you thought would have never mounted to anything? You see, because within us, and I'm going to tell you this, it's just that, um, and I think that our, even um, our, our education system needs to um, be upgraded to really catch people and find out their talents and their abilities very early. And if I could put to, to this, I believe that even the, the technical areas of our educational system must not wait until it reaches um, secondary. You are a good teacher you will start to realize very early that a child is technically inclined. Just by the way he writes, just by the way she, she, she types or she um, responds to things, just by the things that they do. Let me show you something. Even from in, in kindergarten, you could see some stuff. From there, you get them, you know, back in the days, they used to give us, the, I don't know about that they, they used to give the, they call the plasticine, something like that. Boy, some of us used to make some man head big boy. You understand me? We used to make some images and different stuff like that. But let me tell you something. Look at what's happening. From since that little boy was in kindergarten, he's making a truck. He's making a car. 
You understand me? You get fascinated by engine. You get fascinated by, by stuff that moves. It means that he is technically inclined. He, look, that is going to be his areas of con. That might not be the only thing that he does. One of the things that we need to do is to maximize the creativity of individuals um, finding out their gifting and calling. Today, it is not just only to excel with all of the subjects which are wonderful, but you must also develop a skill. You didn't hear what Jesus said. Okay, let's just now go to this area. So here what he says, uh, that all things work together for the good. What is God's plan? You see, what is going on today is that human beings have their own plan, but is your plan lining up with the plan of God? For your life let me just give you this it means that you came and God put within you a desire and some things that you must develop in the earth realm to become the person that you need to be for example I did not realize that in order for God's plan to come about in my life very early in, in my life, I was asked, selected, or you would be thrown to be, yes, some, sometimes in back in the days, you know, like today in churches, everybody have an opinion and everybody could say no. Back then, they used to just come and tell you from tomorrow, meaning Sunday, you are going to be teach assistant for this class and I ask you that listen they didn't ask you if you want it to pray about it or whatever they just told you that by Sunday you are going you are going to be a teacher assistant and I am looking back now when I'm saying God look at this not only that um, um, teacher assistant in, 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 uh, with Sunday school in my former church then had to manage um, a, what we call a village Sunday school um, every afternoon we had to um, do that manage you see in all of these things and you may look at it and you say oh you know whatever beside whatever else and um, um, conferences and whatever else and certification and all the other things but in the beginning of things God see th this is where we need to understand that we have our own planning because me think and I'm just looking at it if, if me didn't know that this was going to be the plan Monaco waste me time but you know go college got help with me doing electrical engineering and all all the different stuff for me do. and I, I said me don't go do ministry <laughs> no I'm just saying that you, you understand me I'm just looking back because you're you're thinking but remember his thoughts are higher than your thoughts for those two years in um, in college you had to know learn to live your, your, your Christianity in, amongst people who are not saved. Because, you know, I got, I got um, um, saved between that time of leaving high school and now going in, in, into college. And so that period of time is now to work out. Somebody say, work out your own salvation. And let me tell you something, you know, easy. 
It wasn't easy because at that time, you know, everybody's wanted to do their own thing. You're a young man and do, you know, all this other stuff. But you have to work out your own salvation. You have to choose now how and what part you have to take. I am speaking concerning all things work together for the good. It says, and in verse 29, is an interesting verse there. It says that for whom he did for new, he also predestinated in other words that word for new meaning that god already knew about you and about me and if god already know about me what are you hiding or what you think you're hiding from god he says i already know the path that you will take, my God. He says, I already know the path. Not only that, he said, not only I know it, but I already predestinated it. So, you could run. <laughs> you could run. You could do all the running that you, you think you can. It's going to come a time where the prescribed plan of God for your life must come back into order and plan. You know, some of us think that things happen by accident and oops, I put up into somebody by accident. Let me tell you something. Some things, let me tell you something. There are two things that you understand. Whenever the devil is trying to trap you, he connects you to people. Uh, listen, let me go over that one more time. I said when the devil is trying to trap you, whenever, if you see a, a, the enemy at work, he uses people to trap you, he uses people to influence you, he uses people to cause you to go into bondage. And let me tell you something, and if you really testify and even look back over your mind, you'll realize that people had a part to play in your bondage. A lot of things that we have faced in our lives is not because of everything, you know, of the principalities and powers. Yes, it is principalities and powers working in the lives of individuals. You're suffering from low self-esteem. You're suffering from all sort of things. It's because of words that people put in you. It's because of what they said to you. It is because of the opinion of people. Secondly, when God is ready to elevate you, when God is ready to prosper you, when God is ready to take your places, he connects you to people. He connects you to people. He connects you to people. And this is ought to be your prayer right now. God, connect me. God, connect me to the right people. God, connect me to the people that will cause me to go on the right path. Amen. So sometimes you realize there are some people going to be trying to come in your life and God is going to. So when God is trying to take some people out of your life, please don't get upset. There are some people come in your life for a reason. Some people come in your life for a season. I'll go about that one more time. God, let me tell you something. You don't hate people. You don't hate people. There are some people come in your life for a reason. And some, sorry, come in your life for a season. There are, some, there, there, there are people who are, who are permanently in your life. And there are some people who come for temporal reasons. And everybody who comes in your life comes with a calculator. Some come to subject. 
some multiply, some divide, and some add. And be very careful of those who just come in to press equal. <laughs> you know, you are saying, some people just come to sum up the whole thing. You understand me? They don't come to add, they don't come to do nothing, they just come to sum up in terms of seeing what I could get. So we're looking at this area of God really um, putting in place what is needed and I'm, I'm moving on what is needed. And so God created us and we looked at some things how that we are, um, you know, design, you know, God, um, creative design in display in our lives. I know that the enemy wants you to feel as though you're not good and you know all this stuff. That's why you see, he comes, he is, he is an enemy of your progress. I'm going to give you this. Can I say to you that the enemy is jealous of human beings. For redemption, there's a space of redemption. There's a place of repentance. There is no place of repentance for the devil. He could never repent. Not, it is not in his nature. That's thank you very much. It is not in his nature because his nature. Because somebody think, oh. You know, all of a sudden, oh, the image, because you just get saved, you just whatever. But all of a sudden, the full image, I'm saying, the image is progressive. It means that it is developing over a period of time. It is developing over a period of time. You don't think that all of a sudden you go into the mirror of God and then you think everything is going to be perfect. That's why it says all of us have sinned. And all of us have come short of the glory of God. You know why some people are, are staying away from the redemptive plan of God? Because they feel as though that when they give their life to God in the earth realm, let them what? Have dominion. We need to get back to the place of dominion. And let me just give you this, you know. The creative power that is in human beings, you don't need. I'm going to give you this. You don't even need a university certificate. To do what God has placed within you. Let me tell you something. That's the power of the human mind and the human being and the capacity when somebody is surrendered to God. It takes a little and God will bring you to a place of success because you have now surrendered your plan to the plan of God. I did not say that you don't have to go through the system of this world. But listen, but when God put the endowment on you, there is no limitation to you at all. None. No limitation. It means that whatever God has placed within me to do, he's given you the capability to do it. He's given you what? And given me 
the capability to do it. Hear what it says. God created man. He says, let us make man in our own image. And what was it? Let them have dominion. My God, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the ear, over the cattle, over all the earth. Verse 26, I'm reading. Um, if, if you get, get down the screen. It says, over every creeping thing that what, what creepeth upon the earth. And it says, and God made man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him male and female he created and he what he said and God blessed them and God said unto them what be fruitful and multiply replenish the earth subdue it and have dominion glory to God have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the ear and over every creeping thing that moveth upon the earth and then God said unto them I give you herb it says bearing seed so let me go into the five um, specific um, category. Number one is the area of dominion. Number two is the area of relationship. Glory to God. Number four, number three, sorry, is fruitfulness. It says fruitfulness and growth. In other words, when God is looking at you, he is looking for growth in your life. You cannot just be celebrating birthday, getting older and no growth. Some people 42, but they only two. Forty-two in numbers, but in maturity and development, Lord of mercy, they're still in preschool. And sorry, I hope nobody near 42. Okay, praise <laughs> I didn't mean you. Amen. <laughs> if you fall into please hear you mean, okay? But uh, <laughs> I should have said a hundred. Okay, sorry. Um, let's go. So <laughs> fruitfulness and growth. So God is demanding for fruitfulness and growth. In other words, their businesses have it. You know, you hear businesses they close for stock taking you know what stock taking is 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 a is a, is a what what they're doing a what what they're doing a self what evaluation of the condition and the the progress and the operation of uh, the business when last have you had a stock taking when last have you had a personal stock taking to take stock of your life and our lives to see, am I progressing? How things are going? My goals and plans that I have or even, the, yes, those plans that I have, those, these plans that I have line up with the plan of God for your life? Let me move on. Somebody move on quickly. Number four is provision. God was telling them now that, my God, I'm giving you um, herb, 
bearing seed. I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm giving you provision. That means you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry because I have given you seed. That what? Will bring forth bearing herb, bearing seed. It means that you are going to be fruitful in the earth. Can I say to you, that's why he said to us, and Jesus said to them, look, consider the lily, consider the birds, consider what they're doing. They don't worry. My God, they go out in the morning and your heavenly father takes care of them. And if your heavenly father can take care of the birds, if he can take care of the animal, what are you worrying about? You see, again, it comes to the point of even though you are authority, you're in authority, you're giving you authority, you are a man under authority. That is why Jesus was really moved, you know, when that centurion tell him, you know, and, you know, and he said, look, I'm a man under authority. And I said to this one go and this one come and order the stuff. And he said, but you don't even have to come. He said, just speak the word only. And my servant, uh, Jesus said, my God, I have not seen such faith. Because what happened now, even though he's in authority, even though he's a man of authority, he understands that he must submit himself. And whatever, in other words, he decrees himself so that the plan of God will be increased in his life. And I'm going to move quickly. And so this is important. Not only that, number five. And this is one of those that we get kind of chip upon. He not only gave dominion, relationship, fruitfulness, or fruitfulness and growth, but he also gave provision. And the last one, he also gave a condition of limits. Somebody say limits. He said, when all these things are going to look, we're going to have a wonderful occasion. We're going to have, and yet, we're going to have a wonderful occasion. We are going to enjoy. I'm going to come down in the cool of the day. We're going to have a wonderful relationship and all the other stuff. But he said to them, there's one condition. There's a tree that is in the middle of the garden. Lord Jesus, now. Let's go now. Let's go. He said, there's one condition I'm going to put down. I'll give you limits. Look, look, you have all the opportunity. You have, my God, a great opportunity for you. God, come down in the cool of the day. Fell in, having fellowship with them. But he says, one limit. There's a limit that I give you. That there is a tree in the middle of the garden. You must not eat of it. In other words, that one is mine's. Don't touch it. That one is mine. Okay, let's move. Let's, 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 let's go. Let's go. So let's see what happened here. So God created human beings. God what? Why did, so you have to ask the question, why did God create human beings? God created human beings. We are seeing he created human beings to fill the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. To fill what? The earth bringing about his will he created what human being to fill the earth with his will so that we being in the image and the likeness of god hallelujah can fill the earth with the glory of god that is one of the reason you understand me? One of the reasons. So in terms of this, even for us, we even in our children and whatever else, it is not just for us to show the neighbor that me could bring a child. 
Because some people pushing them out by mistakes. Yeah, yeah they, they, boop, another one. And they're not understanding that the element of, um, you know, pr productivity and all these other stuff is to fill the earth with what? With, 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 with individuals, with the likeness of God in the earth realm. So what the enemy is doing, the enemy realized, well, that's what God doing. Well, he has infiltrated the race and now he wants now to have us bringing forth seeds that are his seed. When there is no seed, my God, there is no child, there is no human being that belongs to the devil. None. Because when God created man, he created man in his own image and after his own likeness. It means no matter how bad a person is, he can be converted. Within him is what the image and within him is the likeness of Christ. Let me move on quickly. Secondly, God created human beings to reveal his own heart and nature of love. I want you to get this. God created human beings to reveal his own what? His own heart and nature of love. Glory to God. It's so that's why we, we, we got to understand now. We ought not to be struggling as believers and howling um, animosity in our heart and um, hatred in our heart towards people. Is because whenever the image of Christ is within you, whenever you become born again, whenever you are a child of God, yes, there, there is a difference. There is. That's why it's called, my God, if any man be in Christ, uh, he is a new creature. Um, the old things are passed away and all things are become new. Say, Lord, I want to be more like you. I know it's good that we are in church today. But there's a lot of us who spend time in the, in the building. But are we spending time in him? I've got to go that one more time. I said we are spending time in the building. But are we spending time in him? Glory to God. I'm, I'm still good with time. So let's go. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not only that. It says God. Um, thirdly, God created human beings with a free moral um, choice or what we call a free will. In a program, I let me tell you something. I mean, if, God, if a human being, listen, if a human being didn't make us here, why? Why? Why would there been some robots going around? Because what happened? The human being would have make sure that we do what they want us to do. And here what God said. God said, no, I'm going to give you what you call a free spirit. Somebody say a free spirit. So today, I want to give you this quickly. That is why as much as you're hearing and you've heard the spirit of God speaking to you, that is why you can reject a holy God. He give you a choice and give me a choice. You either accept him or you can reject him. Your creator, the one who made you, the one who put breath in your life, in your body, the one that, it, listen, all of us went down to sleep last night. And let me tell you something. You know when you're sleeping, you ain't in control of nothing. That's, that's a, as much as we have plans 
to do whatever we want to do today. If God did not Can I, say, can I say to you, can I say to you, thank God for your education. Thank God for your, your development. Thank God for your whatever system. Thank God for the job that you do. Thank God for whatever, whatever. Thank God that I have a message to preach today. But if God didn't choke me this morning, the message would have been on the paper. The job would have still be there. The certificate would have still be there. And all the other stuff. If it wasn't for the grace of Almighty God. And so I'm just trying to tell somebody, in this life, no matter what you do, you came in by him, and you better don't go out without him. He is the author, and he is the finisher of our faith. I got to move quickly. So he created us, listen. And so with this free will, he has given us this free will so that, listen, he can test, he can try us, and he can purify us. Because if we didn't have a free will, it means that we would have been programmed. We'd have never know what testing is. We would not know what is it to be tried. We would not know what is to be purified because we would have been programmed. For tests. Because you don't need no test. Because you, there's, not, there's no need to prove you. And that is why he has given us a free will. So that he can test us. In other words, he is able to see what is in your heart. And if you really, really love him, as you say you love him. I'm going to move on. Let's move on. Not only that, God created, listen, he said God created us, listen. God created human being with power, hello, to re or um, to really, really given us what the power, amen, hallelujah. He's given us what the power to not only re recreate, you know, but he's given us that ability, amen, that ability to bring forth in the earth realm. Glory to God. He has given us what? Given us the ability. Ability to bring forth to what to be fruitful and multiply. What is the reason for him what to be fruitful and uh, for us to be fruitful and multiply? Because God, listen, God was looking for a genetic biological son. So even though you think you needed a son, God don't sit down the road that he must produce what we call a son. Amen. Glory to God that came through the virgin birth. He must bring forth a son. If there, listen, if there were no, if there were no, um, you know, um, bringing forth re regeneration, if there was no bringing forth, there would have never been the son of what we call Jesus Christ in the flesh. Can I say this one more time? Can I give you this? You remember it says that John 10 and verse 10, it says, um, and it, it, it speaks concerning, one of, well, speaks of the area of, you know, the thief coming to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I am come that you may have life. He said the thief, listen, one of the, one of the reasons why he speaks of a thief, a thief is anyone who does not come through the dimension of the womb. The only way we can enter into this earth realm is through the womb. Come on, 
every lady here, every lady here should celebrate because the reason why, in order, my God, in order for people to bring in, for somebody to enter into, my God, this earth realm, it has to come through the womb. Anything else is a thief and a robber. In other words, it's illegal. Intruder. That's why, um, what you call um, foreign spirits and evil spirits and all this other stuff who take on the image of a body, but they, 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 they are illegal in the earth realm. Huh. But the human being has a legal right. Somebody say a legal right. In other words, so God is trying to what? Um, uh, you know, um, he's ready to no, do, do, uh, do the area of what? Regeneration. He's ready now to bring forth in the earth realm. And so he wants to bring forth a genetic and a biological son. Hello. So that he will not just be um, what we call a created being. Because listen here. Adam, Adam was a created son. Listen, listen to this again. Adam was a created son. You and I ain't no just created. We are now what? We are now offspring. We came through the womb. Glory to God. Yes, Adam came through what we call the spiritual womb. Where he breathed into man. The breath of life and man became a living soul. And in order for Jesus Christ to come through, he had to come through the, my God, the entrance of the womb. Let me just give it this here. That's why you have legal right in the earth. I want to say this one more time. You have legal right. You, in other words, you have a right to be here. I have a right to be here. And that is why, my God, he has given you, this way he says, he has given you power and authority. He has placed you in a place uh, that is now far above all principalities and powers. I wish somebody would understand, what, my God, the authority that God has given. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring this um, to a close here. But listen, he says, I've given you authority. I've given you power above all principalities and powers against all the rulers of darkness of this earth. You have authority. I have authority because I have a legal right to be here. So tell them, my God, tell them, Doppy, tell all them evil forces, you got to go. You have no legal right. You have no legal right of operation. In other words, you have to ask them, foreign spirit, where is your certificate? Where is your authorization? That's why he says that whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, I have a legal right to be here. That's when the devil came to Jesus and was trying to say all kind of things. Jesus said to the devil, get thee behind me, Satan. I must be about my father's business. Ah, my God. When he said to him, if you, if you be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. He rebuked the devil. Somebody say, rebuke the devil. You have power. You have authority to rebuke the devil you gotta tell sickness and disease you got to go you got to go you got to go oh god financial embarrassment you got to go you have authority 
Somebody say, I have authority. The last thing I'm going to say to you on this is that God created human race in order he can provide, oh Lord, many human, my God, many human um, and, and, and be careful of this now this, because this is what is a humankind as bride for his son. Hello. God created us so that we can be the bride for his son. In other words, hallelujah, that is why he says he's coming back for his bride. Glory to God. If you don't understand, because now some of us just think that, oh, I'm just a church. I just go to church. No, no, no. You ain't just not, no, no. You ain't just not church. Yet, even though you are the church, but you are the bride of Christ. Oh, glory to God. And that's why he says, when I'm coming back, I'm coming back, my God. You know, let me tell you something. I don't care. Look, I've never, if you see one, take a picture and send it to me. But let me tell you something. I've never seen an ugly bride. Look, 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 look. Some people, Lord of mercy, they look so attractive in our oh Lord. Sometimes they look so attractive in natural appearance when you see them. But my God, whenever they fix up and put on them, the Lord, and especially in these days, when they, my God, I don't know what they do with these people. When they put on them eyelash and they put on, and they put on the fake lips, Lord of mercy, you, you're telling me, you know? The way you go in and the way you come out. Uh, look, look, if you take a picture of the before and the after, you don't even recognize the person. Maybe at the wedding now we're going to have to start to ask the man, uh, do you recognize? <laughs> Lord, somebody help me now. You may have to ask the man, do you recognize? <laughs> Lord of mercy, because I know when they go in, but there's always a splendor, there's always something that happened with a bride. A bride always, no, look, let me tell you something. Sometimes the, the groom could be up there naked, nobody watching. But whenever the bride comes, oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, so whenever the bride comes, hallelujah. Glory to God. There is an attention. And I want to say to us, glory to God, that he created you so that you can be the bride. In other words, when people see you, there must be an attention. There must be an attraction. Somebody must look at you. In other words, it means that the attention to the bride, sorry, to the groom, it is true, the bride. In other words, when people look at us, they will know who you belong to. In other words, the question would be, who is your husband? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Today, Sorry, but the church has changed the definition. We have lost the image of understanding or even the understanding of who we are. 
that we are not here to listen listen we are not here to bring attention to ourselves oh glory to god when you are dressed up and in all it is not to bring attention to yourself it is now listen because listen this is what happens whenever the bride is coming in everybody stand and then it start the bride start to come The procession and what is happening first of all people's attention is drawn to the bride because whoa oh wow wow hey, yeah yeah and a few people were sure sure say she look good there uh, you sure she <laughs> because that is what salvation does salvation takes away the ugly from you take away the pain of the of your past and, and and the things that you've gone through that is why he says my god such was some of us but we are now being washed in other words we are now we are now getting to the place where we must be dressed and ready to go and to be placed in the spotlight well, some of you don't even understand that God is getting ready and get my God he's putting you and, and the spotlight is not just only when you go to church because some of us Lord we live the Christian life and in church but we live like the devil and the job in other words you're not drawing people to the tool you're not drawing people to the groom you're running people away from the groom in other words, it means that there's some areas in you. There's still some spots and some wrinkles and unclosing. There's still some things that need to be crucified. In other words, as the church, as a human being, as developing what we call the highest calling, the highest calling must be that his image his reflection is seen in me i want you i want to just lift your hands and say lord let people see you through me that is, listen, listen 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 it has nothing to do with the title it has nothing to do with whatever you're doing and whatever you're, you're performing and all all that i want the people to see Jesus in me I want the people come on to see Jesus in me somebody say I want to be more than I want me to be I want the people to see Jesus one more time I want the people to see Jesus in me yes Lord I want the people to see Jesus in me yes Lord and I want to be all God want me to be 
I want the people to see Jesus in is there somebody in this place that wants Jesus to be seen I want the people to see Jesus in me I want the people to see Jesus in me yes Lord and I want to be all God want me to be I want the people yes God to see Jesus in me and I want to be all and I want to be all yes Lord God want me wants me to be I want the people to see Jesus in me in other words can I do something I ask you to do this for me can you do that bright song for me please then traditional here comes a bride but can I say this here that you don't wait until you're in the line and the procession and we say stand let's welcome the bride for you to do the makeup for you to put on the hair the extension for you to be putting on the dress there is a period that's why sometimes we don't have to wait maybe an hour after to get some bride to come in yeah sometimes they're late But there's, 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 there, there is something that is called the preparation period. And so if you know you're not, you're not a morning person, not set your wedding for morning. <laughs> but go afternoon, because you ain't going to get up. Because if you want the wedding morning, 9 o'clock, you're going to have to be in preparation all at 5 o'clock. Oh, somebody say four, maybe two. Uh, somebody go down because they had to prepare you. And so the point about it, the point about it is that I believe that we are in that moment called preparation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Lord, prepare me. Somebody say, Lord, prepare me to be your sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. There comes a time when there is moments for your grand entrance. 
It means that in your grand entrance, you've already gone through the time of your pain. You've already gone through the time of dealing a lot and the frustration of how you have been, how people have dealt with you and how, because in the moment, in the moment of your grand entrance, it's not the time to get back at people. It's not the time to show, my God, my God, the, 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 the ways that are not, um, um, you know, <laughs> it's not nice. And, uh, and you know, no, the, 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 the unforeseen and characters and behaviors and, 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 and so, no, no, because you've gone through a period called preparation. It means in the people, in the period of preparation, that's when God, that's when you become broken. That's when you say, Lord, take this thing from me. Take this hurt from me. Take God. It's hard to forgive, but I'm going to forgive. Because some people think that when you get ready, you know, when I get on the grand stage, it's time for you to get back at people. Oh, I'm in position. Now we're going to jam them. No, you're not ready for the entrance. It's in the backside of the desert that God is going to prepare you. I'm ready and I'm ready. I, I'm hearing the Lord. But the Lord says, tell somebody. That is why when sometimes you feel as though God has you on the backside of the desert. When you think that God, hey, you know, you're not really. Lord, why is it I'm not hearing the wedding song yet? Why is it I'm not getting the grand entrance yet? It's because God says that you're still holding on to things of your past. You still want to get back. You still, you still haven't forgiven the persons who hurt you. I know it's going to be hard, but God says to somebody today, give me that hurt. Give me that my God. Yes, they wrong you, but give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Vengeance is mine, said God. Give it to me. I know that it seems as though God does work slow. But one thing I know, God is very sure in his work. Sometimes when God walk, you have to end up saying, Lord, stop. Lord, please, please, no. Lord God, no, so amen. Lord Jesus, Lord Father, Lord, Lord Jesus. You have to go pray for the people because God, because when God work, you know, God, God don't work, you know. But he says to you today, give. And that's why one songwriter asks a question. Is your all on the altar? Is your all on the altar? You know why you can tell you this? There are a lot of us as Christians who are going through this, this, this walk. But we still have a lot of things tied up in us. We still have people in, up, up in our chest. We still, oh no, we ain't going to talk to them. There. No, 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 no. You ain't ready for the grand entrance yet. He says, coming back for a bride. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know why? Because there's a commitment in this house. I feel that there's a commitment in this house. That God didn't just create me just to be just a member of, of, of what we call the human society. But I'm here so that his image can be seen through me. And I'm going to be an instrument that others will be drawn to him. Because of the life that I live. I'm going to ask us. To stand. As we welcome. The bride.
In other words, see yourself coming in as a grand entrance because you are going to be drawing others to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. So when you're going, when you're witnessing, you're not just telling people of who he is by your lifestyle. They'll be able to see Jesus through you. Tell the, the church, forget the traditional thing and all them apply all them other songs. Anyway. <laughs> the church look they forget the traditional bride. Welcome. Okay, praise the Lord. I pray for you all. Amen. Hallelujah. But even right now, I just want to say to us, and in, in the closing moments of this service, I want to say for us, to all of us let the image of christ be seen in us and i think that those of us here who have given our lives over to christ and even those of us who are still between two opinions i want to say to you let let people see jesus in you and i think that that is why we have we have started this walk with the lord he has called us so that his image his perfect image will be seen in and through us let's just lift our hands and i will lift our hearts and as we pray for say father and God, we come to you. We ask you for forgiveness. We have done wrong. We have sinned. And Lord, today, we recommit our lives to you. We understand that you have called us. You have, you have called us with a heavenly calling. God, to display your image in the earth. God, have your way in and through us lord we want to be a testimony we want to be a testimony we want to be oh god a testimony of your goodness lord in the earth realm father dear god let your image your image your perfect image be seen through us and father today we say lord have your way in me in Jesus' name we ask. Amen and amen. Come on, somebody celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to do something even right now. I'm going to do something right now. And this is where you come. And I want to say to you, even if you're here and you do not know the Lord as your personal Savior, I want to say to you, all you are doing 
is that you're accepting what has already been done. Salvation, Jesus saying dying on the cross, so you know he already did it. So it's all that you have to do, you are actually tapping into something was already done for you many, many years ago. And I want to say to somebody, even those of you online, my God, I want to say to you, this is the time and the season for you to surrender to God. Let me, let me, let me, just, let me just tell somebody, life is too short. This ain't a time to gamble right now. Today is the day of salvation. If there's one person in this place that say, Bishop, could you just pray for me? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know I just prayed that prayer, but I'm really struggling in my walk with God. Thank you very much. Is there somebody who said, look, Bishop, I want you to pray for me because I, 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 want, I'm, I'm, I want to be that person that God is calling. Amen. Even at the time. Let me tell you something. That even if it's one, I thank God. Is there somebody else? Glory to God. Let me tell you something. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Is there one more person? Glory to God. I'm ready to turn over this mic, but is there one more person? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Thank you very much. Let's pray. Glory to God. And what, let me just tell you what you ought to be doing because sometimes we got to re-educate the church. And I say re-educate. When we are calling for um, times of salvation, this is not a time for you to... Me not ask you to look. Me a look. You're supposed to be praying. Let me go over that again. Because I just see it happening in churches. I did churches and the pastor asked for people to put up their hand and members won't let them at the ushers. No, you, no. I think that's, that is why I'm, God is saying to me, um, preach this message again. The church has lost what, what, what reason. So while the man of God is asking for this thing, you ought to be praying because right there, there between you think anybody, the devil is going to sit down there and tell somebody, oh, raise your hand now. So there's a fight. There are people here right now. There are people here who really want to even put up their hand. But they're afraid. I'm telling you, you know, a battle I went through in, in terms of coming to the altar. But me feel like me, me, I think me black out. Because the devil meant I, I wasn't going to give you up. And so we have to understand. I'm, going, I'm not being hard on us. I'm just giving us teaching moments. When you come to the point of the altar call, when the time when people are going, there's not a time unless you're authorized to look. Sometimes you just need to be sensible in terms of stuff. Sometimes you discern in what discern, and sometimes God may just tell you because you know we got to break fear now. Cause listen, why? Sometimes the Lord is speaking to some people. Say, so just go and lay your hands on the person and pray for them. But you know I move. You don't have to say nothing. You don't have to go nothing. Just lay your hands on them and pray and help them. Just to, just pray with them. Sometimes let me tell you something. All it needs is somebody to say, look, next to them, um, you want me to walk with you? You want me, you want me to walk with you? Because you might know the person. You want, you want me to walk with you? Let me, this, this, listen, listen. It don't make no sense. We, we go after and we, oh when funeral and big greet and all them, that they can't help nobody you know if the person's heart is not right with God that's why I tell people today anytime I get an opportunity to preach a funeral don't, don't tell me nothing that's when me, I tell, somebody asks me well, why is it you don't focus on offering I mean I have no time for that I want enough time to preach the message because they spend more time picking up the offering than, than, than I'm preaching the word 
I want time for, the, for, for life because this might be the last time somebody going to hear a word. And I don't take no message out in the fridge. I bring a word from the Lord. Now not time for the fridge food. A word from the Lord so that when people, when, they, when their hearts must be pricked. And so I'm just telling us because right now, can I say to you what is happening in church? There are many people in the value of decision right now. If you were in prayer meeting on Saturday morning, you will have heard the prayer. There are many people in the value of decision. And when, listen, when the enemy knows, I'm going to give you this and I want, come, stand up right there, I'm ready to put down the mic. When the enemy knows that people are in the valley of decision, listen to me. That's a very dangerous position to be. Because what the enemy is doing, when they realize that there's some people who are still playing around, they know that God is calling them and they're playing around and they, they, God is, and they're hardening their hearts. It's a dangerous place to be because at that point when the enemy realizes that he's about to lose you, he wants to end you. And he will even try, my God, an accident, a drunken or whoever, a person speeding and make them, they, they lose control to ram into you to kill you. But thank God for the mercies of God that he looks beyond my God, our faults and if my yanda. And you know why I'm saying this? Because I've been there. I've been there in ICU. I've been there in the hospital. And I said, God, give them one more chance. One more chance. You don't wait until that come to that place. If you hear the Lord speaking to you, and let me just tell you this for those of you who might be thinking oh if i if i come to this altar you have to be a member here I mean i tell you that i'll be happy if you if you consider to be here that where you get saved no mean that you have to be a member sometimes you have to understand that this god has to bring you into an environment to prick your heart to know so that you hear something else but he's his spirit speaking to you I want you to leave this place today and if you're hearing the voice of God don't wait until this day is over call your pastor and say look let me tell you something I am I mean business now life is too short life is too short right now in other words I'm gonna end and I'm gonna say to you to, to us today many of us are living on borrowed time So whatever we have to do for God let's get going let's get moving the time is now God bless you thank you for listening to the full version of a message preached at the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle Church feel free to follow the ministry on Facebook Instagram and YouTube at New Birth SKB God bless you and have a wonderful day